You're listening to the Coaching Cast podcast Bite Size Collection. This is a series of short episodes created from extracts from our full recordings across all seven seasons, covering a variety of different topics which we've put together to help you tap into helpful ideas and tools quickly to enable you to thrive at work. This episode is a compilation of extracts from our full recording on resilience, which we released during the COVID pandemic in early 2021, but still has points and tips which resonate today. The bite-sized episode aims to introduce you to the topic and support you to handle it for yourself in today's working environment. Stay to the end to hear the details of where and how to listen to the full episode. We hope you enjoy. It's become a sort of badge of honour. Nichols' belief is that the focus should be on fixing the sources of the problems that's creating this need for enhanced, increased resilience and not passing the responsibility onto the individual to just cope better. Because actually, the more we're being asked to cope with, the more it's degrading our resilience over time because of the increasing amount that's being put on us. And therefore, any resilience that we do have is potentially being worn away. So I thought this was a really interesting debate to start from Amanda Nichols in this particular article. And I thought it'd be a good place for us to start here on this particular subject today. So Suze, what are your thoughts on this view from Nichols in respect of resilience? You know, I think if you lead teams or um, or manage individuals, and we've said this a lot on, on this podcast, but just being aware that everybody is different. So actually for some people, they may build their resilience through distraction and actually work may be a distraction for them. Actually, you know, it might not be. So it's, again, what's what's right for that person. And I think I would really encourage you to explore that again with your um, your team in your next one-to-one because that just gives you more insight around how you lead them more effectively. And if you know equally that they're a person which when things get a bit tough either at work or at home and they actually may benefit more from some from some time out you can help them explore whether that's an option and how you kind of um, facilitate that but equally that might not work for someone either so yeah I think you know knowing what it is that works for for you but also for others is important rather than the old school thought about self-critique and how self-critique supports growth and resilience there is an increasing argument that actually no it's not about criticizing yourself it's about being kind to yourself and she's conducted years of research into the subject of resilience and found that self-compassion so treating yourself as you would your best friend increases emotional resilience health, well-being and productivity. So in other words, and I apologize because I'm going to swear here, accept that shit happens and seek to find the learnings to prevent future repeats of the same mistakes rather than beating yourself up over it, which only increases the stress you're under. And I think we've talked a little bit about that already about identifying the learnings. So getting getting kind of up every day, you know, I was recovering from surgery, um, 
getting dressed, seeing his nursery without him in it at home, uh, getting in the car, walking into hospital, seeing people leave with their babies uh, and knowing that, you know, my little boy was was incredibly unwell. And I think, yeah, overcoming some of those kind of thoughts and feelings where I could have easily, and I did at times, but I think beat myself up and critique myself about why that had happened to me and did I have a role to play within that. And I think, you know, it was an incredibly tough situation. I can't sit here and say it wasn't. And and like I said, I think it it took great levels of resilience for me to go to that hospital every day. But I knew I had to, that was my role now. That's what I had I had to do. But in terms of that like self-care angle, I think I I did that did play into things for me, definitely. So I needed to like not think about other challenges like in life so when people were like do you want me to drop something off so you don't have to like cook dinner I'd be like yes absolutely can I can they walk can I walk the dog for you like yes when I looked at the article and I read it what continually came into my mind was the topic of locus of control because I think okay the article where it's focusing in on the why and the why that should be challenged actually the examples given from my perspective very much from my opinion felt like areas that actually are so big and so at times I feel far removed from me in terms of the wider political situation the wider work society situation that it felt very much for me around well those things are out of my control directly and generally when it comes to reviewing situations scenarios triggers that is what I tend to look at first which is what is within the locus of my control what can I affect and change and I'm very much someone who believes that everything is within my control based on how I choose to perceive it. And that comes down to what you mentioned about how you choose to react. And I think about this in terms of how I've built and grown my personal resilience throughout my life. And I really think that my growth of resilience, my journey began when I was a teenager because my mum suffered really terribly with a mental health illness for a lot of my teenage years. And as I grew older and turned 18, became an adult, my feelings towards her illness were very much ones of anger, frustration. I think a lot of that was hormonal, but I think it was also to do with feeling so out of control of that situation. And the only way I could react to it was just to be really angry. And I was angry at her there was a lot of, you know, slam doors, not talking to each other. But over time, what I really learned was actually that was only worsening the situation for myself and obviously my mum as well. But how it made me feel, I was already feeling rubbish and actually it made me feel worse. And what I really started to learn about was how I could choose to respond to the situation when actually it was completely out of my control and to a huge extent my mum's. And I think that's true, actually, of illness in general. Our tips from today for you to try are 
review your situations and identify unhelpful patterns and break them. Resilience is different for all. Build tailored plans for individuals. Number three, avoid unhelpful comparisons. Be inspired, not intimidated. And four, the cheeky fourth one, remind yourself what you have achieved, not what you haven't. In addition to our top tips, we've got some questions for you to ask yourself to help build and grow some of the topics and ideas that we've discussed today. So the questions we've got, number one, is practice being more compassionate to yourself. When something goes wrong, ask yourself, what would I tell my best friend if this were him or her in this scenario? Number two, allow yourself to feel what you are feeling without judgment, accepting that shit happens. And then ask yourself, when you're ready, what have I learned? And then finally, question three, ask yourself, what will I do differently next time? Ask this for yourself, practice with you, and then also utilize with other people you manage and lead to help them better connect and understand their own resilience and how they too can grow. Want more of what you've been listening to? You can listen to the full episode by searching for season one, episode four, across all major platforms, including Spotify, Apple, Google, and YouTube, where you can watch the full recording. You can also find all of our episodes by visiting our website, thecoachingcast.co.uk. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to be notified of all future episodes. And you can also follow us on Instagram where we post regular updates about the show. Finally, let us know what you think about The Coaching Cast. Email us at hello at thecoachingcast.co.uk.